Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today is Tell Dell, where you get to hear from one of our members that has had great success. This story is a very interesting one on two different points of view, uh, two different reasons, is a better way to say it. Uh, the first one is a is, um, simple concept. I have a baby. I've got another one on the way, and I don't want my wife working. I think that my wife is the best person to raise my children, and I want to find a way to get that to happen. Second concept, most people believe that if you're going to invest in real estate, you have to invest where you live. At Lifestyles, we found a way to develop a program where you can live where you want and invest where you want. Another concept that's very new to the society out there at this point in time. So without any further ado, to get this story going, I'm going to introduce Isaac Martinez. Isaac, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dal. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you so much. So let's get this straight up front just so we can get everybody's minds coordinated. You live in Miami? I do. I was born and raised here in Miami. Okay, great. So as we progress through the story, then we're going to talk about the fact you actually invested it over in Texas. So it's very interesting that you were able to do that. But I don't want to get into that right now. I want to go ahead and start back at the beginning. Uh, how old were you when you figured out you were going to be an entrepreneur someday? So when I um, so I went to college and I did business administration. Um, I always thought that I was in my mindset always a uh, back. You know, if I don't do what I want to do, I always have a degree just kind of um, be able to push me forward and allow me to have some opportunities. Um, I always loved business as a young uh, as a young kid. My grandfather had a business and I used to work in it. I used to love the numbers and the merchandise and everything. And um, I started moving. Um, I started getting older and I went to college and then I found a job. After I found a job, um, you know, I worked for a company for about five six years. And then from there, you go. You know what? I'm going to start my own company. I did. I started my own company. Um, then I realized how much work that company took to actually run and operate and do everything. And I really wanted a better life. So I, um, on top of that, I really, really wanted to start a family. So before I um, asked my wife to be my, uh, to be my wife, I sold the business to my um, business partner. He took it. I started my life uh, with my wife and um, be able to go ahead and get married. I found a job, and um, it's a nine-to-five. I really wanted something simple that I could have my time back. I always wanted to invest most of my time with my family and be able to grow that right. So that's why I sold the business so that I could actually have time for my family. And then, um, you know, about a couple years ago, my wife and I were talking, and we started realizing that we had some, you know, some money on the bank, and we started looking for investments, you know, something we could do in the future. So when we actually did that, we looked at a bunch of different um, uh, options to actually, you know, invest that money. Um, so to answer your question, um, I always loved business. Um, I never knew at what specific age I wanted to actually go on my own, but I did with my first one. Um, but I, I never really wanted to do a nine to five for the rest of my life. I, I, I knew that wasn't what I really wanted to do. 
Now, when you started this first business, share with us how old you were and what type of business it was. Sure. I was uh, 26, 26 years old. I started a car business. Um, I had a co-worker of mine that um, used to buy cars, sell it, fix them up, stuff like that. So I said, all right, cool. That's a pretty big business here in South Florida. Um, so I said, you know what, let's do this. Um, let's go ahead and start this business. So I bought, um, uh, we bought a, a truck and we started buying cars, um, flipping them. We would junk some cars and get rid of it and, um, you know, for scrap and stuff like that. So it was a nitty gritty job. Um, you know, if I would have pursued it and continue, it would have been a successful business, but it really took so much time. I'm working 70 hours a week. I'm working on Saturdays. The only day I had off was Sundays. I would come home and all I wanted to do was eat, take a shower, and go to bed. And I knew that wasn't a, uh, a lifestyle I wanted to raise, you know, to be with my wife and raise my, I, my children. I have to laugh because I know that feeling so much when I was working in the health club industry. I was working six days a week, 12 hours a day. And Sunday, all you want to do is yeah. do your laundry and sleep, right? That's all that's left. Uh, I get that. So uh, how did you meet your wife? Oh, I was so blessed. Um my sister, um, uh, which is um, just a year and a half younger than me, uh, her and one of her friends were on a cruise together. Um, and uh, I had just recently broken up with my ex-girlfriend, and it was about three months afterwards. And I had met my wife about seven no, 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 a little bit more, about a year before. But, you know, I knew her through acquaintances, and we had met at um, at a dinner, and we all had met at a, a – actually, a second – we had met at two different dinners, so I knew who she was. But it really – you know, I knew that at the moment she was in a relationship, and it wasn't even possible. So – Fast forward three months after I broke up with uh, my my girlfriend, my sister gave me a call and she goes, "Hey Isaac," I said, "Yeah." She goes, uh, "So I have a perfect girl for you." I said, "Look, uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it." Uh, before even listening to it was, I said, "I thank you so much. I really want to take this time for me and be able to do what I want, you know, my myself." And she says, "But Isaac," I said, "Look, thank you. I really appreciate it. It's nothing bad. I have a wonderful relationship with my sister." But I said, "No thanks." And she goes, "Isaac, it's Carolina." I said, "Oh." <laughs> okay, well, that kind of changes things. So <laughs> I said, sure. Um, but I said, hold on. Wasn't she in a relationship? She said, no, no more. It's not. So I said, all right, wonderful. I, um, and on top of that, oh, and I met her. Um, so the first time I had met her, um, I didn't know this, but she was actually pregnant. So when she, um, and that's why one of the reasons I knew she was in a relationship. Um, the second time I met her, she was about seven, eight months pregnant. She was big. She had a big belly. So five, six months later is when my sister came and talked to me. I said, but number one, isn't she in a relationship? And two, doesn't she have a kid? And uh, my uh, my sister said, uh, she comes back, she goes, she's not in a relationship and she's ready to go and she has a kid. Um, are you cool with that? I said, yeah, that sounds great. Let's, let's go ahead and start... Um, Let's um, give me your information, and I'll call her. So then I gave her a call. Um, her friend had called her with the same call, so she knew I was calling her. So it was really just um, a beautiful thing that God was able to put in our lives. And um, from there, um, really, just it just moved forward. So um, I have a son. He is seven months. He is um, not my biological son, um, but I met him when he was six months. Um, when, I'm sorry, my wife and I started dating when he was six months. Uh, he uh, lives with us. He's been my son since then, and I have a brand new baby girl, uh, which is she's almost three months. 
Now let's let's talk about the the story that that's in your bio where you're saying there was a moment when you decided that hey I think I need my wife to be with my kids. Can you share that thought process? Was it a family decision? Did it just come over you, or because uh, that's a feeling I think so many lifestyles members run into at some point. Can you share the experience? Sure. Um, my wife, uh, my mom, and my dad. Um, my dad had a, uh, my mom worked, uh, but she ha- she had her own business with my parents, so she was home a lot. I always loved being able to know that my mom's there, you know, no matter what. My dad was very flexible; he was really, really big part of my life. He went to every baseball game, everything that we had to, but I knew he had to go and actually, you know, work. Um, so. My wife and I, as we started um, a family, um, she has a huge passion um, for um, for her kids, and uh, she's never really liked corporate America. She's never really liked any of that, and um, I love the fact that um, she is um, just, the love is just so incredible. So I said we started talking about it before we had the second child, and we said, look, um, you know, now when we have a second one, besides the fact that how much money it costs to have a babysitter, besides the fact that you have to go from one car to two cars because now you go separately and then take the kid here, this and that. Life just gets so complicated once you double your kids. Um, and there's people out there that have five, six, seven kids. Well, I, that's just incredible. I don't know how they do it. Um, so when we started talking about the baby and having a second one, um, we said, um, you know, our goal would be for, you know, would it, and when the conversation started like, well, once we have two kids, um, are you going to go back to work? Are we going to do it? How is it going to happen? And um, through conversation between her and I, we realized that we both kind of felt the same, that we wouldn't want her to work if it was financially feasible. Granted, here in Miami, lifestyle is uh, is nowhere near cheap or inexpensive to live on, especially not only on yourself, but when you now have a family of four. So All right, Isaac, Isaac, Isaac up, we're going to have know, to go to break okay. now. Isaac, we're going to have to go to break. We'll pick sure. the story up when we come back on the other side. For the rest of you out there, our number is 877-711-5211. We'll be right back with Isaac Martinez and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 25 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they've won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 10 of the last 10 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com to access our free live training event schedule. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell is Isaac Martinez. And uh, as we went to break, Isaac was explaining the process that he and his wife went through, uh, coming to the conclusion it might be just as cheap or just as financially effective for her to take off and take care of the kids after you go through all the costs of child care, automobile, transportation for all these different types of things and so on and so forth. So, Isaac, you guys finally came to that conclusion. How did you decide that you were going to make that work, especially living in Miami, an expensive place with a two-income family cutting back to one? What was the plan that you guys put together to make this happen? 
So the only way we realized that it was very possible is if we replaced our income. We looked at expenses and realized there are certain areas we might be able to reduce, but we live pretty um, uh, frugal in a lot of areas. So we're very conscious of our finances, and we always have. So we said, look, we have some money in the savings. What can we do with this? How can we make this um, you know, work for us? So we looked at a bunch of different areas. Um, I asked a bunch of friends and cousins um, that are maybe in the financial industry, and um, they told me about, you know, stock market, this and that. I had kind of played with it, you know, much younger, but I only, if lucky, I think I broke even. Um, I knew that wasn't a way to replace income because I need cash flow. I don't need, you know, money to sit there for that. It'll just compound, compound, and when I'm 65 and a half, I could maybe take it out. And I go, that's not the way it's going to, go ahead and uh, have my wife stay at home. I need cash flow. So I tried a bunch of, and I went to a bunch of different seminars and places and nothing really made sense. Um, I had a friend of mine that um, did real estate and uh, it was at a church event and he goes, look, listen to this guy. I said, um, sure. And he says, I'm, I'm a member, but just listen to him and just let me know what you think. So I actually never saw him again. He moved away. So I listened to uh, to you on the radio and I, and I got hooked. I, I go, cash flow. I go, how, where, real estate, and all these five ways of making money. I go, it's incredible. I go, there, there has to be a catch, right? I go, there has to be a catch. But I go, I was so intrigued because this is what I was looking for. I needed cash flow to, you know, have my wife stay home. So from there is how we started the process of lifestyle. And how did you get involved? Being that you live in Miami, um, how did the process begin and how did you get involved? Awesome. So I, um, with my wife, we went and, um, you know, I had her listen. I listened for a couple months. I, I had her, hey, hey, honey, can you put on this podcast? I want you to listen to it. Really listen to his mindset and the way of why he does stuff and how, and let me know what you think. So she heard it for a little bit and she goes, yeah, this makes sense. I go, look, um, you know, this has to be somewhat too good to be true. I go, there's so many get rich schemes all over the world. I go, this has to be one. But this is something different that has someone has presented. It's mentoring. They're going to teach me. They're going to show me. Um, you know, and I said, okay, cool. So she said, let's just go. So I called in, and they didn't have – they said, okay, cool. Since you're an out-of-state uh, investor, you can either – here is um, – you can go ahead and pay the um, – to join the – uh, the two-day, you can either do it at your house through your computer. I'm sorry, through your TV or your computer. Um, or if you want to come in, then you can come to our Houston when I go, you guys don't have one, you know, maybe around here sometime. They said no. I said, well, I, I really don't study well. I don't learn well just off of TV. So if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. So I talked to my wife, and she said, let's just go. So we booked a flight. We went to Houston. We did the two-day in Houston. Um, you actually taught that day. And um, we uh, had gone a little bit earlier. We did the case study on Thursday. Uh, we, won we roamed around uh, Houston on Friday, and then we went to the two-day. So we went to the two-day. After leaving the two-day, this, this really made sense in every way. It was exactly what we were looking for. Um, but me being a skeptic, I just I didn't sign up at that time. I go, let me, I just want to double-check. I want to make sure this is real. So I went back to uh, Miami. I, uh, I did some research online. I Googled you guys. I tried to find anything and everything that might be wrong with lifestyles, and I couldn't find anything. So after that, um, her and I spoke about it. We said, if we're going to do this, this is the way to do it, and let's go ahead and sign up. So we signed up um, August of 2016. Now, that's a, that's a great um, leap of faith, especially for being so far away now. Now we have the program all over the country. In fact, uh, we went to Tampa. We're going to Miami 
very soon. In fact, I, we might have just been there. I'm not sure. Uh, all over the country now, so now you can pick it up. Have you gone to any of the other events, by the way, just out of curiosity, uh, that have been we've started having all over the country? I did. Um, uh, we went to the one in Atlanta and then the one in uh, Tampa as well. Um, we went to the Meet Dell and we also did the two-day um, as well in both of them. We realized that if we're going to do this and be successful, one two-day, eight hours back-to-back is maybe not enough. Um, we need to consistently learn and continue training and continue improving to be able to make this um, work at our benefit at 100%. So we were able to do all three of them. So I've gone to three two days so far. Uh, my wife has gone to two out of the three with me. Now, were you surprised when you met other Lifestyles members how open they were to sharing their information with you? It was incredible. It was incredible. I remember in Atlanta, we sat down, and I had a deal that I was kind of working on at that moment. Uh, but it, this was going to be my first property that in Texas that I wasn't going to own. So I'm, you know, I, I'm freaking out. I, I'm going to own something three, 4,000 miles away. I go, how am I going to do this? So I sat down with a few of them during the lunch. And then afterwards, um, right there in the hotel, they had uh, food to grab in the restaurant. And I sat down and I met some incredible people. One of them was Vanessa. She literally opened up her book. She goes, this is how I do it. This is why. These are the numbers. This is how much I paid for it. This is how much I rehabbed. And someone putting the numbers in my face just like that, sharing their finances was just mind-blowing. Most people in any other industry would say, no, I'm not going to show my numbers. I don't want you to learn. I don't want you to be as good. It's mine, mine, mine. But she had, and so many lifestyles have this win-win mentality that there's enough out there. It's the abundance mentality. They all have it, and it's just incredible. It makes me feel like, number one, there's not, but there's not that much competition. If I want to jump in and I want to start doing this, there's going to be plenty of properties for me to be able to be successful in. And it gave me the confidence to know that, hey, these people are doing it. This is their numbers. Maybe this is the numbers I need to look at, and I could come back for advice. So just opening up and putting numbers out there, especially someone like me, I love numbers. Um, you know, it makes sense. They just really make sense. So it was just incredible to be able to have them do that, and they were all open. Even Phil, um, which is one of the men mentors in Houston, he's just incredible. Um, and it's just been fantastic, them opening up their books and showing me finances so that I could feel comfortable moving forward. Well, it's, you know, I'm glad that happened for you because it then allowed you to go ahead and create your own success. And that's why in Lifestyles, we always ask you that, hey, if we can help you create your own success, can you come and help other people in the future. And that's really what you're doing right now. You're giving back. We're going to take a short break, okay, Isaac? Uh, our number here is 877-711-5211 if you'd like to ask Isaac a question. Isaac, when we get back, I think let's go into how you located this first property. You're talking about how scared you were to do. Let's talk about how you located it, what made it a good deal, uh, how you processed this entire deal, uh, because that's going to be a, a long story to get through. There's a lot there to doing your first deal. 3,000 miles away. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back with Isaac Martinez and the Dell Wobbly Radio Show. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. 
The largest wealth and passive income expo in the country is coming to Texas Saturday, April 14th. Join thousands of top investors and expert wealth educators. Pick from topics like passive income, retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, finding, fixing, and funding houses and apartments. Get your path to retirement in just one day. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Gain one-on-one access to hundreds of industry experts, realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndication and trade professionals. Come shake hands with your retirement partner. Use promo code EXPO18 and get in for just $10. Meet national radio host, multimillionaire real estate investor, and mentor to the top award-winning investors in the country, Dell Walmsley. Use promo code EXPO18 to get your all-access pass for just $10. Wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Meet featured speaker Brian Tracy, top-selling author of over 70 books, personal success and performance expert, along with Marcus Luttrell, the lone survivor, best-selling author and former United States Navy SEAL who received the Navy Cross and Purple Heart for his actions during Operation Red Wings. Your path to retirement in just one day. Wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Use promo code EXPO18. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell is Isaac Martinez. Isaac and his wife decided they wanted to keep the wife at home uh, on the second child, and so they decided to look into investing in real estate. He lives in Miami. Uh, however, he ended up with four properties in Texas. So let's start this uh, segment out here, Isaac. With how the heck did you find your first property in Houston, Texas, or was it Brenham the first one or Houston the first one? Whichever one it was, how did you find that first property so far away? Sounds Sounds good. Um, blessed. It's absolutely incredible, the system that's been put in place and lifestyles. Um, so when we first started, um, we were nervous, you know, but we started seeing some properties come through the emails. And when we first do our in a, our meeting with um, the mentor, he tells us don't, you know, just focus on the emails, but that's a good way to get some properties. But don't focus on that. Reach out to realtors, start talking to them, get to know, ready to, uh, ready to buy, all these other different forms of being able to get properties sent to you. So um, the first one I actually found was found through um, the email blast. So the email blast, I saw it. It looked, the numbers were great, I, and I just replied. I was the first person to reply. I spoke to Moon, Moon Kim in Houston, and uh, from there we kind of started the process. Um, I had done all the modules. I had studied everything, and I had a good understanding of what to do, but until you actually jump in, you really don't know how to handle anything that comes through. So... I first did, uh, you know, he sent me the the quest. I went through the property, and the numbers look good, and I put an offer in. Um, the first time the offer uh, was accepted, um, we accepted. So it's a duplex. Um, we uh, we we started with duplex, and the reason why we started, and I have the three out of the four properties are duplex, and one is a fourplex. Uh, when I started with Phil, uh, he had asked specific questions, and he said, "What do you want?" I said, "I want cash flow. Um, equity will come, equity will be there, and I could capture equity in the future. But right now, I want cash flow, and I want to make it." Um, as uh, as quick as possible, so that I could go ahead and have my wife um, not go back to work whenever you know the baby, uh, whenever she's done with the maternity leave and the baby comes. So he said, okay. So this is a good way to do it: um, duplexes and you know, uh, triplex and quads. So I said, good. So I saw the duplex. I put the offer and it got accepted. So the next step is, uh, <laughs> what do you do? So. I did um, through here um, what they taught us and the way that I did it by just 
really doing what I was taught. Um, I called three companies to get an inspection. Um, I got one; they were available. I didn't go with the cheapest one. I felt I went with the one that I felt would give me the best um, best ratings as well on uh, on the vendor list. Um, so the one that had really good ratings, I went with, and uh, he did my inspection. At the same time, I had called. Um, someone to go out there and get the appraisal done on the property. So when, at the same time, the inspector was going to go out there, I had called before, so the appraisal go out there. And uh, once those two were done, I had called a uh, contractor to go out there and uh, get a bid on the work that needed to be done. So within the first, uh, I think I had seven. No, I got extended. Th- I got 10 days of um option period. And when I got those 10 days, when, you know, it's the eighth or ninth, I realized that, this property needed a lot more work than um, than expected, and it was going to be a, pretty expensive. So I freaked out. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my God, this is expensive. This is a lot. I'm in contract. What's going on?" So I called Phil, and Phil's like, "Relax. It's not a big deal. What is it?" So we went over the numbers. He went over everything with me, and he said, "Look, um, the property is good. It's good numbers. It needs work. You just got to get the price down." I said, "Okay." So I went. Uh, we went back and forth um, with the price, and I was able to get it somewhere that made sense. So we negotiated, and I got the price down to. Um, I think the property was about eighty-five thousand um, duplex, um, and then from there it needed some work. So I eventually got the property for seventy thousand. It came back, um, you know, appraised with everything ready to go. I said, "Let's do this." So we moved forward with the property. It made sense, but. Um, it really wasn't without Phil to be able to relax me and say, hey, it's not that big of a deal. Move forward this way. This is what makes sense. I said, okay. So I listened, and I did it, and it worked out. <laughs> Phil does have that methodical voice, doesn't he? He does. That Australian accent just gets you, man. <laughs> he never gets flustered. That's, I like traveling with him. You know, the world's <laughs> blowing up around us, and I just look to Phil. He goes, don't worry, I'll take care of it. It's always always okay. That's good, though. You need somebody like that when you're a nervous type, right? That's always important. Yeah. So how did the deal work out for you? What kind of numbers did you make? Are you getting cash flow on it? I am. I'm making about $755 cash flow on the property. Um, when I Ooh. first bought it, it needed both. Yeah. It's um it's incredible the cash flow um on it and that's that the property is now moving forward when I re rent I could rent I could put the rent up even though I did at the beginning so the property uh, it was a two one and a one one and uh, the two one was renting out for five seventy five and the one one was renting out for five twenty five when I did the appraisal it showed that the comps were a lot higher than what my property was. So I knew there was an upside. Whenever I renovated, I could go ahead and raise rent. So that's what I did. I got in there, and um, the units were disastrous. They were horrible. I uh, I fully did. I fully rehabbed both properties, both units, excuse me, both units. Um, one, I did one, and then once I filled that one, um, I gave a 30-day no- notice to the other uh, gentleman. Um, he was moving out anyway, so I, it ended up working out great. So I filled one, and then I renovated the one next to it. I raised rents, both of them. Uh, one's at 600, one's at 700, and I'm um, so rents are 1300 for total, and my cash flow off 1300 dollars rent is 755. Man, you know that's equivalent to a thousand dollars a month of earned income from your wife. If she's, ma- she'd have to make a thousand a month to pull down that 750 that you that you're bringing in. So that's an excellent first deal. Yeah. How did you feel after that first deal? Did that give you a little confidence or? Oh, it was huge confidence. It after everything, and when you're going through it, it make it seems a lot bigger than what it really is. Because you sit back and you look back and go, "Well, that wasn't really that big of a deal." 
I had to make a few calls. I had to go ahead and um, make wise decisions, but I just made calls. And once the calls were made, I followed up with people. They sent me the reports. I did everything. And once I did the reports, I made sure the contractor went out there. Contractor sent me pictures. Sent me pictures while the work was being done. Show me what needs to be done. What's going to be done once the unit is ready and fully done. And he sends me pictures. Everything's done. Um, Moon went out there, just verified, which was my realtor. He just did that extra step for me and went out there, saw everything would look good. And I sent out the check, and he paid it off. I did the second one and did it that way. So every time anybody's been done work on my units, whether it's the plumber or AC or anything, they take pictures um, before showing how bad it is, and then afterwards showing that it's fully complete, whether it's video or any way like that. And that way, and that's how I pay them. Once I get the vig- the pictures and the video, making sure everything's done complete, then that's how I go ahead and just send the check. So um, it's just incredible knowing that I don't have to step foot into the unit or step foot into the property to know that it's it's done right. I also talk to the tenants. Hey, did you know is this working well? What's the problem fixed? Everything good? Yes, everything's fine. Everything's wonderful. And then I send payment. Um, and that's how I've been able to um, manage the properties. Wow, that's amazing. You know, it's uh, whether it's three miles or 3,000 miles, technology has put this business in the hands of whoever's willing to go out there and learn how to use that technology. That's a wonderful story. Uh, let's talk about the ending of that one, how long before the next one, and how did you find the next one? And we've only got two and a half minutes for that story. All right, sounds good. So the second one was actually a package deal. Um, once I Moon did my first deal, I kept in contact with him, and I told him what I was looking for. So the second deal was actually a package deal. I got two duplexes, one right next to each other, and he actually sent it to me directly. He goes, hey, I know you're looking for this. This Is um, is this interest you? I said, sure. So I did the numbers. I looked at it, and it worked. So I did the same process. I just duplicated the process. At the end of the day, it's just duplicating the same thing over and over and over again. And don't get me wrong, there's little kinks here and there. Maybe Maybe in the inspection report, something came up here that didn't come up there. And every one of those questions, I just called Phil. Hey, Phil, this showed up on the inspection report. I don't get it. What's going on? Hey, this is going this. I don't understand what that is. And if he doesn't have the answer, what I loved is he'll either put me in contact with the right person at Lifestyles or um, he'll tell me, contact your contractor, ask a contractor, whoever it is. They're the ones that could give you that advice. So whether he, if he didn't have the answer, he wasn't just going to make it up. He just directed me to the right person that will give me the answer. And it's just replicating it. So the second deal, I was able to get two duplexes, one right next to each other, about five miles away from the other property. So I knew the area a little bit better now. And I knew what, you know, uh, uh, and I just duplicated the process. So that's how I was able to get that second and third deal. One, um, the same, it was the same closing. I just got two duplexes instead of one right next to each other. That's a great story. So now you're really rocking. You've got six units. We're going to take a short break here, but when we come back, let's go through the the numbers of what the cash flow is with all three of those duplexes in place, and then we'll finish up the last part of the first or the last segment with uh, your last deal. So if you want to call and ask a question, our number is 877-711-5211, and uh, we'll take a short break and be right back with Isaac Martinez and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. 
What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? A couple of months? A year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the last segment of Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Del is Isaac Martinez out of Miami. Isaac's purchased so far through the shows, shared with us the purchase of three duplexes. And Isaac's, we come to, the, to that level of the third duplex being purchased. What was your cash flow at this point? So at the point I was making seven fifty five off the first one, twelve hundred, twelve hundred off the other one. So that was a total of um a little over three thousand. Um so you know, uh, my goal was um over four thousand dollars. We wanted to have over four thousand dollars cash flow coming in. Um we had uh those three and um you know, it was getting close. It was already August, uh, the baby was be born in November. So we were really trying to um, find that last property to kind of close out what we wanted um, by that by that deadline. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the last one, then the fourth property. Sounds good. So the last one was um, I actually got that one through the email blast as well. It was a fourplex in Brenham, Texas. Um, I didn't know the area at all, so whenever I don't know an area, I just kind of talk to the realtor first, say, how many properties do you have? Where are yours located? Have you bought a property here? Have you sold one here? And if the answer kind of says yes in any of these areas, I ask him to tell me a little bit about the area. Um, and uh, Contori in uh, Houston was actually the one that sold me this property. And um, he told me a lot about the area. He explained it, and he wasn't like Houston. And he, anyway, he went into the property. Said, "But it's a good area." I said, "Okay." So he, I talked to him about the numbers. It made sense. The numbers look good. And I actually went and did the. Uh, I put an offer in, and this one was a different deal. And um, I'll be honest with you, it was one of the. I, it just made me really excited. Um, so it was a duplex. It was a fourplex, uh, fully rented out. The cash, the rent um, total, I think about three thousand dollars. It was seven fifty a unit, and they were asking two forty eight. So I put a full offer of two forty eight same day. Let's get this done. Um, Contori called me back and uh, he's like, "Look, there's multiple offers. There's multiple people in uh, uh, multiple offers already available." I said, "Look, um, so you, are you saying that my my?" Uh, full offer probably won't stand. He goes, there's probably other people looking to offer more because the numbers are so strong. The cash on cash return was over 30% on this property. So um, I said, you know what? I really want this deal. What do you think will make this happen? He said, well, probably let's let's um, let's maybe, are you willing to do maybe 5,000 over? So I did the numbers for 5,000. It still made sense. And I go, I'm not going to lose this property for the fact that um, he had actually told me this property was in really, really good condition. So I said, okay, over 30% cash on cash, really good property, um, probably needs very little. Um, let's go ahead and with a strong offer. So I offered 260. I offered 260. Get this done. Let's do this as soon as possible. And uh, so then uh, the same that night, he called me back and said they had accepted my offer, and we moved forward. So I did the inspection report. I did the appraisal, everything, and uh, it came out 
so nice. The property needed, I think it was only about $1,000 worth of work in total within all four units. It was rehabbed, brand new, beautiful in 2016. And it just, it was a no-brainer. So um, after that, we closed on the property. And uh, when I closed on the property, I had 10 units at that time. I said, I, I don't want to... You know, I, I'm not going to, you know, from Miami, 10 units is uh, is a bit much. And on top of that, I want my time back. There's a reason why I'm doing all this is because I want to spend my time with my wife. I want my wife to spend time with my daughter. I want to spend time with my daughter and my son. So all this was to gain time back. So when I did that, um, I found a management company, um, and they took over from the fourplex and two duplexes. Um, right off the bat, they took care of those three properties. And myself, I managed one duplex myself. Wow. So what kind of cash flow do you have now that you have 10 units? I have, I have a right around 4000 a little over 4000 and that includes the management fees that I pay for eight out of the 10 units. So right now I am at my goal. I'm uh, a little over $4,000 in cash flow. Now, let's go back and take a look at what your wife was making with her job. How much are you replacing? Because you're not paying taxes on this $4,000 a month. That makes it worth at least five or six thousand a month so what what are you replacing what was your wife's gross income so her gross income and she also had the insurance part of it so that's the part that we had to really include so overall um, total compensation everything she uh, was a little over 50k um, so in that is um, 50k divided by 12 is um, wow I'm going blank a little over four thousand dollars in um, a month just you know, base that's not the taxes or anything like that. So the $4,000 is more than her $50,000 job plus that includes the insurance. Absolutely. Absolutely. By the time you take out the taxes and the insurance bill out of that, that yep. 4000 goes away really quick. There's no doubt. Well, this is a great story. What are your plans now that you've got your 10 units going and you're no longer managing yourself, which gives you the unfettered ability to do as much as you want? What's your plans for the future? I, um, the next goal is multifamily. Um, as going through what we're doing here in Miami, um, one of the beautiful parts is that my parents now are have seen what I've been able to or my family has been able to do, and now they've also joined. And um, I went from a challenge member, I'm now a um, pig member, and as well as my parents are a pig member. So the next goal is multifamily. Um, I would love to do multifamily, and now that I have the cash flow replacing her income, I want to be able to now with me is also not only replace my income, but start building wealth. And that's where the multifamily aspect comes in. Well, Isaac, appreciate you taking the time to share your great story with us. Uh, look forward to meeting you again, seeing you. I suppose you're coming to Expo, right? Yes, I will be at the Expo, and I'll be here in Miami when you guys come on um, February 17th. All right, great. Well, for the rest of you out there, if you want to get on that meeting, uh, you need to go to uh, our website, meetdell.com, M-E-E-T-D-E-L, meetdell.com, and uh, you can register for any of the events that we have set up this year all over the country. Isaac, thanks again for coming on. We really appreciate it. And uh, for the rest of you, remember this. Isaac did it for the cash flow, but most of us do it for the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. for 
listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.